0: Today I have the women from the Outnumbered podcast on Audrey and Bonnie and I'm so excited because today we're going to talk about modeling creativity for our kids. This is something I'm so passionate about and these are two women who have 19 kids between the two of them. They talk about motherhood and seriously go check out their podcast. It's amazing Um, and we're going to talk today a little bit about their creative businesses and how they're modeling for their kids. So, um, I think we're going to start with Audrey today. Um, just talking about, I mean, do you have any advice for people or what do you think you've done in your, in your, just your daily life to model creativity for your children? Oh, that is such a good question. Well, I think
1: probably the biggest thing that I do to model it for my kids is just love doing it myself. So I really, really in our first episode, I was talking about how I sew out of necessity, my own clothing, but I love sewing. And that is not the only thing I sew. And I think my kids just seeing me, you know, sneak away an extra 10 minutes here or there to sew something and just showing them that I do this because, because I really like it so much is part of a way to model creativity for your kids. And I like to, uh, I, I encourage my own kids a lot, um, in their, in their creative pursuits, whatever they are design or art or whatever they happen to be doing, because I, I feel like I've benefited so much from activity in my life that I, I want it my kid's life too. It's just like, it's like flowers, you know, you don't have to have flowers planted in your garden to, to survive. And in fact, can't even eat most flowers, but they add this extra element of joy to your life that just really can't be beat by anything else. And to me, I think that's what creativity is. I can survive life without creativity, but man, they add an extra element of joy that I just don't want my kids to miss out on.
0: Oh my gosh. I love that. Buddy, do you have anything yeah. you want to add to that? Sorry. <laughs> yeah. I
2: was going to say, um, yeah, you can survive without creative pursuits, but do you really want to? That sounds kind of like a miserable life. Right. <laughs> and I would say similar. Um, I just prioritize. Uh, artistic creative things. Um, I think in a lot of places in the world in general, um, something that's creative just for creativity's sake is not really valued. Um, Maybe graphic design is if you're creating a logo that's necessary, or if you're writing a really awesome self-help book, then writing is of value. But being creative is a value, no matter what you are doing. I, I believe anyway. And so to show my kids that I prioritize sewing just for fun, or I prioritize, um, drawing just because it's enjoyable, that gives them permission to do the same. And then I have to watch myself as well. Like I, um, to not give them a hard time if they're wasting their time being creative, right? Because it's all something that's that's going to help them in the future, whether it's for a career or just to enrich their life, just to give them something that they love to do. I really have to make sure that I'm reminding them how valuable that is.
0: Yeah. That's so, so good. So you guys, since you guys have the gamut, you have kids much older, you guys have little, little ones. I'm wondering if you have seen your kids modeling your creativity. Like, can you guys think of any ways or even stories of ways that your kids have modeled your creativity?
1: Oh, uh, well, definitely. You know, I had to kick about 30 minutes ago. I had to kick my daughter out of this space so that we re- could record and she's currently so behind me, um, before I kicked her out, she's like sewing herself a couple of skirts. So like just, <laughs> well, she's also six feet tall. So she is also sewing out of necessity, but because she enjoys it because, um, so that like the practical i i absolutely do see my kids um doing the practical part and i like to keep in my sewing space um some toys that my kids don't get to play with my little ones unless they're there with me so for example in my sewing space i have a little set of finger puppets and they only get to play with those if I'm sewing and they're next to me and it helps them, like, you know, behave and keeps them occupied. And my boys do the craziest things with these finger puppets. I mean, they take pins and they have wars and they like stab each other with the, I mean, stab the other finger puppets with, you know, whatever. I don't even know what they're doing. They're just being occupied. And that's not the only little toy I have. I have a, a set of thread spools that, um, has some printables I printed out and they look like little animals and you can mix and match. So it has a head on one and a foot on another and the body. And I'll post out sometimes and they'll just do, they'll just be creative or playing play for kids is creativity right next to me. And then, you know, I'll get a little one and they'll grab a, they'll grab fabric out of the trash and they'll, my little two-year-old will come up next to me and he'll put this fabric through the sewing machine and he'll go, uh, uh, you know, them <laughs> <is right there. laughs> so I love to see like that practical, practical creativity, like they're learning life skills, but they're learning activity right along next to me too. And then I do carry over into other parts of their life too.
2: Yeah. You know, I would say, I think that we've had a fairly creativity, creative, friendly Um, environment in our home for so many years, it's almost hard to think of it in any other way. Um, I love showing my kids the possibility. So like we don't buy store-bought cards. We're going to send somebody the card. We always make them. Um, and I have a ton of supplies that they're welcome to use. And there are some that they're not welcome to use, which is, I think important too, because then they learn to like save for nice quality art supplies that then they can use for their own things. Um, but yeah, like sewing your own clothes. I mean, that's kind of a mind blowing concept for a lot of people, but to tell my kids, of course you can make your own skirt. I'll show you how, I mean, it's going to look like crap the first time because it always does. And that's what creativity is like. You mess up and you mess up some more and you mess up some more until all of a sudden you can make something that you're pretty impressed with. And, um, you just did that and you learned this amazing skill and just, just the possibility is such a powerful
0: thought. Yeah. I like, I like that you're talking about the first time is crappy. I almost think not just for kids, but for adults, especially we kind of stop. Doing something, or we don't start something because we're afraid of messing up the first time. Uh, do, any advice you guys have to people who want to be creative but are scared of messing up?
1: <laughs> well, if it's sewing, start with little kid clothes because it uses less fabric in your mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> and they'll wear something that looks stupid. You don't have to wear it <laughs> <laughs> and love it. Like they'll wear it every day. They'll be like, "No, sh- don't tell anybody I made that for you." Kids. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously. Um, instead of viewing something as a mistake or a failure, just change your mental model about it and change it as a learning experience. This was education. I didn't have to pay very much money for this lesson that I just learned. Like I didn't have to take a college class and learn this. I just spent a couple bucks on art supplies or fabric or whatever. And I messed up, but I learned, look, I learned something. And if you learn something, then it's education, not mistake. Right.
2: Right. I would say the same thing. So too often as adults, we expect everything to be perfect all the time. And it's the dumbest mindset ever because nothing is ever perfect. Um, but earlier we were talking about the 10,000 hours rule. Like if you need 10,000 hours to master something, then you're going to have probably 5,000 of them with projects that come out, not exactly how you would have liked, and they're going to get better and better and better, but you're going to have to fail for a certain amount of time to ever get good. And it's sad that as adults in general, we resist vulnerable enough. And it's so, so, so essential. Um, so I think just not taking yourself so seriously all the time. Like I am so used to doing things the bad way and I can laugh about it. Like I can get on Instagram and like, look at this project I just tried. You guys It turned awful. Isn't this hilarious? Should I wear this to church? Ha ha ha. Um, (laughs) and then just move on, you know, and not dwell
0: about on it and talk about how awful you are. Just who cares? You're it's not that big a deal. Let's move on. It is. It is so true. And it's so funny because logically, I think we think we know that it takes 10,000 hours to get something done and do something beautifully, but like people who have never sewn before and they put a sewing machine, well, what if I mess it up? Well, you are like, you're going to mess it up. The first time you do anything, you're going to mess up. We're we're okay with that for our kids. Right. I feel okay Mm -hmm. when my kids mess up, but sometimes I'll hold myself to some standard that really like who is, who is setting up that standard other than me? because Mm -hmm. that's, that's not going to be helpful at all. So anyway, you guys are the best. Um, I want people to know where they can find you guys, because I do love everything you guys are talking about and doing on your podcast and in your individual creative businesses, which is so insane considering that Bonnie has 10 kids and Audrey has nine kids. Bonnie, do you want to start? Sure. Um, you can find me,
2: um, on my blog, it's bonnieandblythe.com. I have some creative sewing tutorials there and lots and lots of mom advice. Um, and then I also own a, a clothing boutique called novalee.co.
1: And I run an online sewing event called project run in place. So it's project run is where the, um, spent- side of it is and then there's a shop that's at project run and play there's links of course back and forth to both and so that's where um all the sewing happens and then also um you can find outnumbered the past at uh anywhere where you listen to podcasts. podcast just google just search for outnumbered and we you can also find us on outnumberedthepodcast.com
0: okay guys outnumbered the podcast that's and I actually was so lucky to get on their podcast and talk with them about creativity as well so you guys can go check that out there thanks so much for coming on you guys it was such a pleasure and hopefully we can have you guys on in the future and by the way you guys if you missed it they were on previously we had another episode with them go check it out and see what they have to say about when they actually work when they're doing their running their creative businesses because it's awesome okay we'll see you guys later